Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Cleland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dr. Ryan with the Infinite Living Podcast. Um, so today we're going to talk a, briefly about some uh, something a test that we've been running a lot in our office, and it has made a big difference for a lot of folks that uh, just honestly couldn't find answers anywhere else. Um, you know, we've had some folks coming in with just immune system issues, and they couldn't figure out why they'd had chronic sinus and allergy issues, couldn't figure out why they've had skin disorders like eczema, um, even psoriasis, uh, things like that. Um, we run this on almost anybody with any type of autoimmune disease. So things like RA, MS, um, any of those type of issues that people are dealing with nowadays, um, you know, lupus, those type of deals. Um, also, too, if you get hives, you get just, like I said, skin issues, rashes, and you can't figure out why. Um, so the test that, that I'm talking about is a food sensitivity test. Um, some of you have maybe have heard about this. There are actually food sensitivity tests nowadays that are out there. You can just buy on the regular market um, or just like the, you know, you can just probably Google it and find it. Um, some of them are okay. Um, they're tests that I used to use back probably a year or two ago. But actually the tests that you can even do nowadays that are that are super easy, they're called finger prick tests where you actually just prick your finger, you drop blood on a piece of paper, send in the information, you get a long list of uh, different foods, additives, um, you name it that you are showing allergens to. And I'm going to explain what that means. Um, but the test that we're actually using now actually shows complements. So it'll actually show us an IgA and an IgG reaction because IgA is kind of the initial reaction that your body will, um, it's the initial uh allergic response or something. I don't want to use allergic, but sensitivity response that you may show towards a certain substance that you either eat or exposed to. And then your IgG is more of a delayed response where your IgG is something that you may feel two, three days down the road. And so they're both important for different reasons. One, I think IgG is just something that without a doubt your body is producing antigens to. So what happens is I'll try to paint a picture for you real quick. So imagine your gut. So really the only avenue that the exterior environment has to get into your body are two ways. One is through your skin and the other is through your GI tract, okay, your gastrointestinal tract. And so it's vitally important to make sure that both of those are sealed up. I mean, it makes sense. If you cut your arm, you have a big gashing wound. What are we worried about? We're worried about infection, right? We're worried about weird foreign things getting into the body through that cut <clears throat> and then causing some sort of systemic reaction. Well, the same thing can happen within within our bodies because that long GI tract, certain things can cause what, you know, lack of a better term, what what is named out there, leaky gut. Leaky gut is huge. It is a major, major problem for a lot of children, for a lot of adults. And that is why almost always, when we're looking at patients and that have some unexplained issues going on, whether it could be anything from migraines to um, just fibromyalgia to, I mean, you name it, the body can ultimately be reacting to the foods that you're eating. And so a food sensitivity test is a vital 
tool to have in any functional medicine practice and really for anybody that wants to be healthy. I mean, you need to run this test on yourself. I mean, I've had two folks in the last seven days that have come back that have started eating properly in relation to what their food sensitivity test has said, and they have noticed major, major changes. And so it's definitely something that everyone needs to have on their radar and every single person out there really needs to pay attention to. This is not something like you just take a probiotic and you're healed type stuff. Um, You may have a food food sensitivity issue with the food that you love and you're eating three to four times a week. I had it with eggs, actually, egg whites and egg yolks. So I had to really back it off. I also had it with whey protein. Whey protein was something I took probably three to five days a week for quite a while. And I I think because of that, I developed a food sensitivity to that. And when I say sensitivity, I want you to understand a lot of us out there, we, we think when we hear food sensitivity or food allergy, we jump right into, well, I'm going to go to an allergist. Now, that's not always a bad idea, but how unfortunately allergists are looking most of the time, not all of the time, but most of the time they're looking at an IgE reaction. IgE reaction is something what's like an anaphylactic shock, like you eat strawberries, your your mouth and tongue swell up and you almost die, you got to get the EpiPen. That is not what we're talking about here. We are talking about an IgG reaction, which is a slow uh, cascade of events where basically food particles and proteins seep into your blood through your gut because of multiple reasons that it could occur. It could be anything from the water that you drink. If it's fluoridated city water, you need to get on a reverse osmosis system. We can talk about the causes of all this on another podcast. I don't know if we'll have time for everything, but things like pharmaceuticals are absolutely known to cause leaky gut, uh, painkillers, NSAIDs, um, antibiotics, things like that, 100% have been shown to cause leaky gut. Um, What else? Sugar, uh, severe sugary diets, you will end up causing leaky gut because you'll end up with dysbiosis, which will therefore screw up the gut bacteria and therefore your gut will actually start to open up. And so imagine your gut being, it's an easy way for me to to think of this, but being a set of pantyhose, the leg of a pantyhose. And when you pour that food and digest it, all the stuff that you're eating, chew it up and it starts going through that pantyhose, certain molecules and certain things should go through that pantyhose. But a lot of things should stay inside the pantyhose and go through and come out the other end. However, when you have leaky gut, just imagine cutting holes within those pantyhose so that way food and foreign materials will actually start to leak into the, the bloodstream. And when that becomes an issue, when that starts to happen, then your body basically starts to react to that. Um, That's why gluten is such a big deal because gluten actually mimics, when it gets into the bloodstream, it actually mimics human tissue. So things like thyroid, um, so like thyroiditis, Hashimoto's, those type of things, 100% you need a food sensitivity test, without a doubt. If you have any thyroid issues, food sensitivity test is absolutely vital because gluten will absolutely mimic thyroid. It's been shown, proven out there, and all the uh, you know, and all the stuff that that uh, the research and whatnot. So, and not to mention that, but I mean, imagine RA. Maybe that tissue is similar to gluten. You start getting, you know, your body will actually start to not only attack gluten, but then it'll start looking for the tissue within synovial joints, like your knees, your hands, things like that. 
And so your body's going to start actually attacking itself after there's no more gluten around. It sees that as foreign, and then it starts recognizing the body or the bo- certain body parts or tissue being foreign to it or itself, and it starts to attack itself. So if you can remove those autoimmune triggers or those immune triggers from your system, over time, your body can start to heal and start to learn the right way. There are ways to heal this leaky gut. Right now, there's actually a product that we have in our office. It's fantastic. It's actually an IgG it's an IgG powder that comes from colostrum that they've basically it's a it's a drug it was a drug they figured out the supplement company that we use is, or one of them that we use has figured out a way to basically create the same product but it's not a drug anymore because and what this stuff does is it goes in and basically starts to tighten up that gut starts to close down that leaky gut and starts to uh, just create a healthy immune response again the way that we're supposed to have within our gut and our GI tract. So just food for thought there. Um, But a food sensitivity test, again, the one that I would recommend is you want to make sure you have an IgA or an IgA complement and then an IgG response. So again, you're looking at two different responses, the early immune response of the IgA and the later and the kind of the... um, the slow moving three to four day cascade of the IgG. And it may not, you may not even like for me, I didn't have all of, or I don't think I had all these issues. But one thing that I noticed is when I did stop eating some of the foods I was sensitive to, I didn't feel bloated anymore. or I felt a lot less just kind of blech. And so there's a lot of reasons to do this. Um, Because you may not have RA right now. You may not have MS right now. But if again, if you can figure out some foods that help that that you need to avoid for a little while to help to prevent the the autoimmune or the immune system cascade that's going to happen within your body, if you can figure that that figure that out now, just think of the things that you're preventing in the future. If you're already down that path, which most of us have to be, we're not going to spend any money unless unless we're miserable. Um, and if you are miserable, 100% thyroid, like I said, any autoimmune disease. Um, anybody that has any type of skin disorders, eczema, psoriasis, anybody that has fibromyalgia, unexplained um, chronic pain, anybody that's getting headaches that they cannot tie, you know, a, they're hitting their head up against the wall type stuff. So there's a lot of reasons to get this test. Very easy test. Again, you can prick your finger, you drop blood on a piece of paper and we send it in. And within a couple of weeks, we get this information back and, uh, it's just amazing the informa- how, how drastic and how big of a change and what this can do for people um, to basically help just make their lives better. So food sensitivity test, look into it. Again, you want an IgG and an IgA. Um, if you have questions on it, reach out to me, drryanclone at gmail.com. And just, uh, you know, get this information out. I can promise you, you know somebody that's got RA. I can promise you, you know somebody that's got MS. I can promise you, you know about five people that have thyroid issues because it's becoming more and more prevalent. Um, So share this stuff. It's that important. I hope you listen to to the end of this. God bless you all. And uh, I appreciate you all. And thank you so much for helping me get the message out. So we'll talk to you all soon. This episode of the Infinite Living Project has ended, but be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, 
Please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day. The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, or supplementation program, before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications, and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition.